This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants, 18 plus, rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This programme was previously broadcast live on Love Sport Radio, so some items may be out of date. Phone-in elements of these shows are not available, but if you'd like to comment or give us feedback on our shows, you can tweet us at Love Sport Radio. For more podcasts or to listen live, visit lovesportradio.com. Alternatively, you can find this and other podcasts on iTunes or Spotify using the keyword Love Sport. We are feeling sexy. Yes, we are indeed. And that's Jonathan Kidd's weird noise you can hear in the background there because Chelsea did beat Crystal Palace to record a sixth consecutive Premier League win for the first time, of course, since that title-winning campaign, guys. In 1959. In 2016-17. Oh, yes, of course. <laughs> this is the Chelsea Show. Of course it is with me, Matt Beadle, and the guys on the Chelsea Fancast, Jonathan Kidd Kido. and Alex Churchill. Hello. It's been a while since you've been on, Alex. I know. I've been, I've been in the desert. Have you? Yeah, it's not even a euphemism. I've actually been in the desert. So, Crikey. Yeah. Fun? This is not a metaphor. Yeah, it's not a metaphor <laughs> or anything <laughs> arty like that. No, I actually have been wading through Jordan. So, but with Chelsea fans, we are. No, no, with no, I know we are, but with Chelsea fans uh, or not? Well, oh. they, some of them were, or some of them weren't. Because hmm. you were, you were lecturing them, weren't you? About uh, about what? Ela- Alamein. We had a Madrid-born Real Madrid fan, but in England supports Liverpool, so obviously there was some friction. Oh, blind. Sort of a neutral Dutch double friction, friction, Madrid and uh, yeah, a lot of people that didn't care. I mean, hazard, hazard, you know, as well. Yeah, didn't care. I can't believe that. I know a lot of people that just were like, "I don't do football." Oh, one egg chaser. We gave him lots of uh, grief on the tour. Did you? Yes, we did. Um, But we found a a hill in the middle of the Jordanian desert to get the results. I kicked him off it. No, I didn't really. He was nice. Okay. Yeah. Well, Just I have to misguided. say the music that we always start this show with, which is Jonathan, uh, the liquidator, that came oh, on nice. in. <laughs> it was a good test, cool. early doors. Hey, that came on in a coffee shop I was in yesterday, and I tell you what, it really got me. I was jumping up and down, singing along, made me feel like I was right here in the studio oh, sitting well, with you guys. You, it's you, with me forever now. It, I find it's, it's just a good piece of music anyway for, for just, you know, for, for getting that beat, getting on down, you know what I mean? But also, the, uh, Return to Django, The Upsetters, is another one, 1969. Lovely. And also uh, Monkey Man, which is great. But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, which is a fantastic piece. Jonathan, of neither of us were born. Mm. That's very sweet of you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Well, I was, thank you. I was 35 at the time, so, you know, I was past it. So Wow, know, crikey. Yeah, and I'm doing well. You are yeah. doing incredibly well. He is actually well. 300 years old. Yeah. He doesn't look it, does he? Methuselah is my middle name. Quite <laughs> funky with that hat on as well, then, I have to say. But look, let's, let's focus on the game. Of course, we yeah. spoke about a youngest team 
in the history of the League Cup, I think it was when you played Manchester United not yeah. so long ago. 24 years and 88 days. Youngest ever starting 11 in the Premier League against Palace yeah. last week. This is brilliant. Not whoop, surprising. Whoop. There yeah. we go. I know. Oh, look at us with our transfer no, ban. It's going to be a disaster. Yeah, Lampard's exactly. going to be terrible. Oh, yeah. boo-hoo. And then, like, we're, what, third? Equal with Leicester. Media darlings. Media Everybody loves darlings. Them. References yeah. to Busby's, Busby Babes and I know. the 92 Media uh, representatives literally gagging yeah. on their own vomit because yeah. they have to say nice things about Chelsea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, do you know what? I, th- I actually <laughs> think that I think it's a really good point that because I don't want to you know ruffle any feathers here, but I do believe, and in my experience, amongst my group of friends, there's not one Chelsea fan amongst my group of friends. You all, need new friends. All, all London born and raised, right? So there's not one Chelsea fan amongst them. And I do feel over the past, I don't know, say since Roman Abramovich came in, right? We're just going to use that Has as a ballpark. Has been even more hatred? So yeah, I do believe that. And whether it's jealousy or what, envy, whatever it is. But I think this season, since Frank Lampard came in, and generally, bar West Ham fans, is quite a likeable character and liked throughout football. And the fact that he's come in, English manager, and has done what he's done with this Chelsea team so far, like we said, with those youngsters, especially English youngsters, is slightly changing the perception of Chelsea from opposing fans or the wider football fans. Especially think when one of them scored last night on uh, his second Absolutely. I love it because everybody sat there going, oh, look at Chelsea, they didn't bring any you through, meh, meh, meh. When the truth is, we've been populating the lower leagues with professional footballers for years now. um, And it just so happens that we've got to this generation where actually a lot of them are good enough to get into our first team and it just sort of vindicates all the work that people like Jody Morris have done over the last few years. I, I think it's because he's been involved. I think there yeah. were some in the past who were good enough to get into first teams but they were just let go for whatever reason. They weren't well, nurtured. Mourinho mainly. Indeed. indeed. Well, any, <laughs> but, uh, you know, even Conte as well and also, and sorry, any manager who came in wants to bring his own play. I think all of them down the, down the years, they want to bring their own players in. Do you know but, what I love more than anything? Yeah. I love that we didn't know Kovacic or Jorginho without Sarri and everybody disliked them both and look at them flying funnily enough though Kovacic's debut he was fantastic and free-flowing and Mm. we all went blimey he's good and he never played like that again because he was obviously then told no no no, you can't do that you can't express yourself you've got to yeah you're back back. you've got to go and you've uh, disregarded the 387 uh, principles of the Sarri tactical absolutely right regimen 389 I think actually just don't ask them what hand signal 28 was (laughs) the club had to have words (laughs) (laughs) I think that was I'd like more cigarettes wasn't it I'd like more more cigarettes no it was worse it would have been a uh, press feeding frenzy of our players had started doing that on the pitch. I'll, I'll tell you when we're off air. I'd like to know <laughs> yeah. if that's okay. Thank you very much. The club were like, uh, no, 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 and no, <laughs> no, <laughs> and again, no. <laughs> yeah, you mentioned populating the lower leagues as well with footballers. One of those last season was Reese James, very mm-hmm. good spell at Wigan Athletic. He was pretty good last weekend, wasn't he? I mean, Azpilicueta out for the first time in, what, 73 consecutive starts? Well, if you may remember, I predicted that he would start you the did. weekend. But I thought that he would carry on with what he'd done against Ajax and put uh, Dave at left back. But no, he played Emerson at left back, who has fantastic stats. I keep I keep disbelieving the stats with the tackles and the, the lack of... Uh, Missed passes. Oh, it the, is, uh, but the accuracy. stats as well. I know they were completely wonderful. We will later. But um, uh, yes, so to actually play, not play Dave at all, when he'd had, what, 74 consecutive games was uh, actually quite uh, a remarkable step to take from the manager. And but, he was uh, quite honest about that as well, wasn't he? Afterwards, he said, he's been a massive player for us, was a big player for us when I was here. Mm. But I just felt the time was right to bring Reese in, especially after that, that performance against Ajax. Yeah, it was a phenomenal performance against Ajax in the second half. In fact, it, it kept them in it and he scored a goal, of course. Mm. But because uh, Alonso, poor chap, wasn't dealing with the situation uh, at all was he in, the, in that did game did you see him getting molested by an orangutan on social I media I did I did he wasn't was taken aback charming? wasn't he yeah yeah, yeah he was uh, yeah. yeah it fancied him which is understandable yeah, hasn't seen his freaky his, nipples though has it, it? Has, he, has, he, has he got freaky nipples they're on like right? the side of his chest has he yeah. Oh, how do you know that? Well, because he kept posting these Instagram pictures of himself lounging on a yacht in the summer, and I was like, "Oh, they're uh. a little bit sideways." And then when uh, Bob got his uh, Louise's shirt on the last day of last season, Alonso's nipples were actually about six inches from my face, uh. and I thought, "Oh, 
<laughs> well, well, well. That's, but that's he's a lovely man and a great footballer. Alex is very fond of um, of Barclays. Uh, how can we put it? Rear. Derriere. Derriere. Perfect. I'm not the only one, to be fair. Yeah, no, the lady yeah. you sit with is rather... Yeah, Lynn, Lynn. Mind you, took enough pictures of it at one of the cup for games you, for last you. season. For me. For, for me. Anyway. Entirely for you. Rhys James is excellent, and we're really pleased and he's, he's a coming unit. through. He's he a big, is. absolute unit. It was a fantastic moment in the Ajax game where he went for a high ball with the, uh, the Ajax left back, whose name escapes me. And uh, absolutely fair challenge. Bruce went for the ball. Ajax... Like stunned, lying in heap on floor after mm. challenge, he just carries on going. He's a, the thing about he's a um, big guy. Azpilicueta is that he's so charming and so lovely, and he's been so good for us. I mean, that it's always going to be. It's always sad when certain players, when the inevitable turnover happens. Do you think this is it? Do you think this is? The I final, don't think it's the entirely final, it. The final curtain. No, I think this will be. I think we may have the rest of this season and possibly another with him, where. He he gets a decent amount of football. I mean, there's a lot of games to be played, but I do think as long as James stays fit and Lampard stays in charge, you will see a, a gradual turnover, and it is something that's going to be quite sad for the fans, I think, because David's rather lovely, isn't he? But also, there's this uh, this rumor at the moment that um, Chilwell, who had an outstanding game last night against Montenegro, but is he whips the ball in in a very similar fashion to Rhys James? Because what what's interesting is that is the kind of cross that. Uh, um, Eddie McCready used to do. I'm revealing my my uh, my age here, um, which is to just get you're coming up to the uh, to the fullback to the challenge, but you don't actually take them on. You just do a kind of that huge spun diagonal pass. I think that that Beckham did so brilliantly mm. that the ball would just it either hits the head or it bounces in front, and the goalkeeper's not sure whether to come out. Defenders can't quite deal with it, and the forward used to it. You hope because of what they do in training nips in and is it, it was like the second Ajax goal what's the name of the guy uh, the Ajax Z-H, uh, yeah 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 Th- similar stuff and uh, and James can do that already and he did it for Wigan on several occasions last year not mm. that I watched Wigan last year but I've seen a few nothing e- wrong we watched extra- Wigan no 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 but that was the gag wasn't it that was everybody oh, right, did you course. watch Napoli last year yeah. did you watch you know did you watch uh, whoever no no don't worry um, it's, it's Botchage's gag different, different coming out of my mouth I think um <laughs> But yeah, it was uh, not it, quite as cutting. <laughs> no, no, indeed, indeed. But the oh, the for left back as well, we've got this Ian Matson, who uh, is is, oh, um, is. We got very excited in the, the cup game watching we him. We did didn't in the we? Grimsby game. Yeah, he runs yeah. like Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole. He's, yeah. He, yeah, he didn't he's, have a lot of defending to do. No, no. In fairness, and he's seventeen. But the speed he's got a was bit. incredible. Yeah, and that's yeah. you just look forward to people. So I'm, I'm slightly disturbed that there's an there's according to the internet and twitter there's interest in uh, Chilwell. i don't understand how leicester would want to sell him because they're third and he's clearly a terrific player i i absolutely can't see that team Con- breaking up at all controversially to be do you mm-hmm. not think jk i rather hope that we don't get the second transfer window yes, ban overturned in january because whoever really changes their fortunes yeah. in january anyway yeah and um, I don't really want the disruption when they're playing. And I think so it well. could it could affect the uh, and the, it is the of whole course setup, all about us. It? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what we want. <laughs> <laughs> but it could just from a in terms of bringing players in, it could affect um, the dynamic. I don't know what you know if you've particularly if uh, I, I think I think they choose very very carefully. I think there would be there would be excessive man management here in this instance because so many of them have been together since they were six. I mean, and it would be catastrophic it, if we went spanking money around and yeah. sort of undid anything that's going on at the moment. Well, the, 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 there's this other rumour is that apparently we're... Because people last night when... Uh, I have to say, I, I, I was rather moved by Abraham scoring such a good goal, even though Montenegro are... Um, how can we put it? Below par. Not very good not, at all. Not very no, good at all. Rubbish is the word you And you know what? Well, yeah. it, it, this is slightly veering off Chelsea. It should have been double figures. Yes, it yes. should have been. Well, it was, wasn't it? Five after it was thirty-five five. It minutes, should, wasn't it? Should have been. Yeah. And this isn't. I'm not yeah. criticising England's performance, but I yeah. do think, especially after what happened in their stadium in the yeah. the game before the reverse fixture, come out and spank them. Yeah, do them for double figures. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, make, you you make, don't yeah. like our black players? Oh, well, they just scored twelve goals against exactly. you. Exactly. Thank you very yeah. much. Yeah, exactly. Mm, no, but anyway, but the, after last night, there were people tweeting, uh, "This is the future." Um, what was it? So who was involved? It was Sancho was involved in mm-hmm. the Abraham, but who was the previous pass to? Oh. To uh, whoever it was, it was they picked up on it, saying all these players will be Chelsea players. And you go, but why? Why are we? Why are we? Why would we want to? It was. It was. It was. Um, it was. Uh, um, what's his face? Um, it was Chilwell. Chilwell to 
Chilwell to uh, Sancho centres with a with wonderful anticipation from Abraham goal. So and it's tweeted that, that that's that's going to be the Chelsea lineup of the future. And you go, what? Hang on, hang on. Why? Why would you disrupt? Why? Why bring in Sancho when Pulisic is actually looking now as if he's uh, he's going to deliver something? Because I've been impressed with his with mm. his growth as a player. But then you're forgetting that 99.9 percent of tweets are tweeted by morons. Yes, I, I, I do. There is something it's getting worse I do. as well, I isn't do. it? Yeah, <laughs> we, we can't pay too much attention to that Twitter sphere. I have no, to say, no, but indeed, it but, is but difficult. At the, at the same time, that that, that um, Ron, as in uh, who sits next to me. From time it's to time, Ron's and, and it's Ron's rumours is in fact uh, a Millwall fan, and uh, and he uh, he knows he knows his things. He's and in he, the know. He's in the know, and he says to me, he says uh, they're in for that chill, you know, in, in January. Can't reveal my and, sources. Uh, yeah, I can't reveal. Yeah, yeah. Who, who, who? How do you know about this one? No, I can't tell you. Who's but they're in for him, and uh, and also there, you said Barkley's off. Barkley's going in January. Oh, that would sort of make sense, Ron. Yeah, I get that one. Yeah. Anything else? Alonso. He says the manager doesn't like him. He's off. He's going. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what, what about any any other any other? Emerson, he said he's going. Yeah. Why? Going to sign a unicorn why is, as why well. Is Emerson, why is Emerson going? Because he apparently wants to go. So he's asked for a ludicrous wage rise. So he's on the move. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah. So we're buying. Uh, we sorry. Uh, they are buying. You are buying. Because uh, he's a bit like that. Actually, he does that. He gets it wrong. You are buying uh, Chilwell. And uh, you are also, who else is there? Is, uh, he says, uh, yeah, Reese Jones is replacing uh, Dave, and Dave's not going to play again the rest of the season. Oh, okay. How do you know about this? <laughs> I, I can't, can't reveal my I sources. I can't reveal my sources. We no. all know one of those people, yeah. don't we? Yeah. We all know we one of those people, yeah. Hashtag yeah. Ron's rumours. We're going to yeah. get on to those a bit later. On, on, we're doing that as well, Giroud. Giroud, yes. We'll definitely Off. touch on Giroud, who yeah. did score, of, of course. course, for France. and can't get a minute of for course. Chelsea. This is the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport. Plenty more coming up. For the fans, by the fans, Love Sport Radio. This is the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport. Me, Matt Beadle, here with the guys from the Chelsea Fancast, Jonathan Kidd and Alex Churchill. Of course, if you want to join the debate, very easy to do so. Plenty of points already raised on tonight's show. Please ring in, guys. Please ring in. 0208 7020 558. You can WhatsApp us on that number as well or tweet us at Love Sport Radio. We're going to look at the international break. Of course, it is the international weekend. We've got to wait for the next bout of Premier League action to come along. But Tammy Abraham, who we want to speak about, of course, his first senior goal for England against Montenegro yesterday. Great goal. Lovely move to finish it off. He hadn't been on the pitch that long. The 430th player to score for England. I have to admit, the beginning of the season, out of the half a dozen odd that were coming through, I thought he maybe was one season away from being ready, but he just keeps banging him in, doesn't he? He keeps banging him in. I don't think he's quite the finished article yet. No, I think but he's got he some just, way to go. Excellent he, form. But he's... Uh, he's um, his his manoeuvrability, as it were, he gets around fantastic. I mean, neither Higuain or Morata would have scored a goal like that last night. Just, Morata would have just and, sat on the floor crying. Yeah, yeah, Morata would have been Instagram pushed over. And then a lot about he, how miserable he was at Chelsea yeah, when he got home. Yeah, and how the players didn't like him. Yeah, because you, you moan all the time. Yeah, yeah. And you're rubbish. But, but anyway. But it was, it was just brilliant anticipation. It's the kind of thing that you, you think that's a proper striker's goal, that, because he, he there was a kind of, not telepathy, but he looked at Sancho, Sancho looked at him, he knew to go to the, to the near post and uh, and get his foot in there and uh, that's very the key, very it? impressive goal. Indeed. Key is that he's scoring I've, all kinds yeah, of goals. Yeah, absolutely. At the moment yeah, but as well. I felt a great deal of joy with that. I felt I did. because you think uh, for exactly that reason. Actually, we didn't think he was going to succeed. He uh, he's he's, he was he's just part of the a, whole process. A year or so off yeah, of being yeah. one of the shiny ones at this point, but then. To be fair, every single one of them right now is. And I, and I have to say, I'm old, I did, did Batshuayi score he did against uh, against Russia? Do you know? Because um, he, um, he go on, keep going. I was going to say while you look, yeah, be quick. Um, his um, his ability to get the ball in the penalty area and swivel and get a shot in is absolutely fantastic, and but, it's there's a mm, joy to it. There is, but what do you are think? You not, I'm just no, he's, he's doing well, but are you not a bit? Baffled as to how Lampard's come to the conclusion that he's better than Giroud. Yeah, is what I'm saying. I think it's because he's he's uh, he's quicker. Do you I think th- it's the type of football Frank wants yeah, to play? Yeah, I think it's the the swiftness of the whole thing. I mean, you you, you just think they're always going to score. Mm. You don't look at them and think, oh, I wonder where a goal's going to come from, or you know, like last year, you don't think, oh, how they're going to get past this this defence. You think 
it's going to happen because it's the speed of it. Mm. The speed, I mean, it relies heavily on Kovacic and Georgina. Well, actually, all one of them because, because Georgina wasn't playing against Palace. But it's it's absolutely brilliant. That, Can we do uh, Jorginho's stats? Can Go we on. do that? Please. I mean, Jorginho's stats so far this season. Accurate passes, 765. It says Premier League rank first. Accurate opposition half passes, second in the league. Passes per game, first in the league. Through balls, first in the league. Ball recovery, first in the league. Possession one in midfield, first in the league. Possession one in the final third, th- third in the league. That is pretty stunning. Oh, fantastic. It's incredible. Well, he's just he's come to prominence this season, hasn't he? I know, I know, I know we've spoken about him quite a lot, but I just feel like he's going to be on the show every week at the moment, just mm. purely because of the way that he had that spectre of Sarri over him last season and he decided not to go and he's he's really, really raised his game. Well, you wonder whether the club decided not to let him go because <laughs> yeah. he'd signed rather a large contract. Yeah. But um, uh, he did get he started getting much better towards the end of the season though, Matt, actually, because he, he, he was terrific in the Europa League final. He was terrific in the, the games up to them. He's terrific against Leicester, which was the game I always use as a kind of benchmark. That's why I thought they'd win the Europa League easily because they were very, very good against a side that was beginning to play the way that Leicester have been playing this year under Brendan Rodgers. He had them playing like that towards the end of last season. Because he's clearly a terrific manager, Brendan Rodgers. We've, we've just oh, without got, a doubt. You've just got to entirely give in to that. that uh, for, for whatever reason, Liverpool didn't work for him. But clearly uh, um, uh, a top top manager. And he's made, uh, uh, he's made that Leicester side into fantastic competitors. And he's absolutely rejuvenated Vardy, who's looking... He's done Looking a similar thing to Frank, hasn't he? He's taken what was already there to yeah. an extent yeah. and made it, it work made, yeah. as opposed to go out, which I think is the benchmark of a good manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah indeed he has. Jorginho and Emerson in action tonight, actually, against Bosnia for Italy. Batshuayi not playing until tomorrow. I, I was like, did Batshuayi score? Has he scored? They're not playing, not playing until tomorrow, tomorrow Russia, right, and then right, they've right. got Cyprus. Just to go back to Tammy Abraham as well, yeah. I think the reaction from him, when you consider how his season started, of course, hitting the post against Manchester United and then missing or having that penalty saved against Chelsea. Of course, a player who did score in that Super Cup, sorry, against Liverpool, sorry, in the Super Cup, a player who did score was Oli Giroud, of course, who this season has four goals in five appearances for France. Scored yeah. again yesterday. Did Kante play, by the way? Kante, did he play? In the, uh, in Better the not have done. <laughs> no. Not a six. So, injured, 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 injured. Plays five minutes-ish. France call him up, injured again. Doesn't play a single minute for Chelsea in between the two international breaks and they call him up again. Is there not a way? He started. He started against Moldova. Oh, it's outrageous. Yeah. Yep. Because he was a shadow of his former self against Palace. Well, he wasn't. He but just then, wasn't. I mean, what he was half the players. It was only one of him rather than the twins. So what's happening with the contact? There's There must be a breakdown in communication between Didier Deschamps and Frank Lampard here. Well, perhaps he's just saying, I, I insist if he's fit, he comes. I mean, what what power have they got the international managers they can say I want them if they're there I think it's what he, he was quoted as saying can't they do what Stephen Gerrard always used to do and like plead in growing toenails and stuff to get out of England duty he did that a lot didn't he did well, and, and Deschamps is considered quite stubborn isn't he we know what yeah. he's done with Karim Benzema in the past yeah. he's not afraid to make big calls and he probably doesn't care about the Premier League doesn't no. care about Frank no, Lampard doesn't care well, about I'd, Chelsea I'd go so far to say he deliberately doesn't want to encourage the, uh, the Premier League um, but uh, back to Giroud. Um, uh, uh, um, according to what I've read about him, he's you know consummate professional. keeps keeps uh, training hard, waits for his moment. But um, which That's I suspect thing, will I it? suspect will come. One of them will be injured. Something will happen. Uh, but it may be that they decide to get rid of him in in well he, they they feel that he's surplus to requirements in January. I don't think so. But I'd I, no, be I think, amazed if Chelsea. I think if he begs. And it would be on the plate impetus. I don't think as Chelsea you get rid of your third striker, not with the second, especially. No, but not particularly with somebody as experienced as he is. Yeah, I just think yes, that the problem he's got is that um, uh, Frank wants to play a specific way that uh, Tammy fits much better than any of them, and and is is rewarding his confidence in him. Has exceeded expectations. Indeed, indeed, and uh, and the bat comes on, and um, uh, given the state of the game. Gets lots of shots on goal. And, uh, and, 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 and that goal and against Palace as well. Obviously, I've Pulisic fit, led on to that, that shot, like you were saying. The, the yeah. swivel in the box yeah. is exactly yeah. what Batshuayi did. Yeah. Pulisic yeah. got on the end of yeah. it. Yeah, absolutely. I think you absolutely want to keep hold of Giroud for European football. 
It just depends how long he's happy to really not play in the Premier League. I mean, three, four Premier League appearances this season. Of course, I think only the one start. I mean, that is very, very low, especially considering you're starting for France. Yeah. Mm. World Cup winners he's starting yeah. for. Yeah, and, and, he's, and he's a World Cup winner. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Okay, well, look, we're going to finish this section on England's best 11, which Stamford Church has provided us with. This is his best 11, of course. I'm just going to read it out and see if you agree, see if you'd make any amendments whatsoever. Of course, in the squad, in the England squad at the moment, we've got Mason Mount, Fikai Tamori, Tammy Abraham and Callum hudson Adoy. Chidi's gone with Peter Bonetti in goal. It's a 4-4-2 formation at the black back. Glenn Johnson, John Terry, Gary Cahill and Ashley Cole. In the middle, Joe Cole, Frank Lampard, Ray Wilkins and Callum Hudson-Odoi. And up front, no surprises there. Kerry Dixon gets the nod with Peter Osgood. What do we make of that one? Well, I would debate several of those uh, I think Chidi's man crush on Kerry is in, uh, in imploded his well yeah <laughs> impacted his selection of uh, sends forward i mean for a start uh, glenn johnson for me i'm sorry was uh, was not great for chelsea and um, and marino didn't think so either and got rid of him and he was all right for liverpool and he was all right is it for because Stoke, there's hardly any but, right um, backs on the list i'd rather have ryan Burton. well actually ken shellato is the man for me yeah and that's going back to 1963 but well, him and ryan Bertrand are the only other two right backs on there aren't um, they? yeah and uh, uh, I would also pick um, Terry Venables. So, in terms of that formation, I'd the four-four-two. Would you? I mean, you're, me too. Me too. So, in terms of the four-four-two, are, are you sticking with that formation? Are you just chucking random players in there? Are no, you agreeing we're just with chucking what? random players. We yeah. are chucking because uh, Chidge no, has obviously spent quite a long time thinking yeah, about yeah, this and yeah. consulting the list. Yeah, and whereas uh, George Hilston, though, do you know that he allegedly hid in a chicken coop to avoid conscription in World War One? I? I don't think. What for the whole of the f- of the of the First World War? Well, mm, well, it would only be from conscription, so the beginning of nineteen sixteen. Oh, okay. But I did he impersonate a chicken when it. people came to find him? Must have been quite effective if he got away with it for two and a half years. Yeah. I just—it's one of those anecdotes where I'm like, hmm, I'd put Vivian Woodward he called, up front um, with Kerry Dixon. He was called Gas- Gatling uh, Gun. Gatling Gun, wasn't he? He was. Hilston. Yeah. yeah. He's still on a weather vane above the East Stand. He is we indeed. Took him down once, and we kept losing. Yeah, so that's right. Because because they were cursed. It was a consequence. But I would uh, I would put Vivian Woodward up front with um, Peter Osgood. He was England's highest ever scoring captain. What, and he was a really Woodward nice was. chap. Woodward. Vivian Woodward. And can I just say that Osgood really shouldn't be playing striker because he it was his best when he was playing midfield. So you know, isn't going to like him. No, I know. So, but you will have to have Kerry in because he's his buddy. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm afraid Adoy. Uh, bit soon, no, bit soon to yeah, make that call. No, I think definitely not. We and can't, then yeah. on on that basis, then yeah. I'd stick Tammy Abraham in there as well. Yeah, if that's the case, and I put Mason Mount in. Yeah, why yeah, not? Why not? Do it. Yeah, hey, yeah. and I put Tamori in just because he's a sub. There we go. This is the Chelsea Fan Show on <laughs> Lustport. Great debate, guys. We'll see you after this. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Chidge. JK. In all the years you've been following Chelsea, you hardly ever miss a match, home or away. But how would you feel if you couldn't be there and it's not on TV? Oh, Chidge, I'd be bereft. Inconsolable. The thought of missing my beloved Blue Boys live. <laughs> it's all too much. <laughs> I know, JK, I know. It's all a bit too much, isn't it? Yes. <laughs> well, panic not. NordVPN have come to the rescue. They have? Yep, NordVPN allows us to watch any match, even if it's not on live TV here. They do? Yeah, they do. With just one click, they switch your virtual location to a country which is showing the match... And they act as your cyber bodyguard whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like card details and passwords. Oh, wow. Great. Uh, But yeah, I bet that'll cost me a fortune. Actually, JK, it's only the price of a cup of coffee per month. And you can use your account across six devices. It's a bargain, JK. And best of all, no more tears for you. Oh, thank you. Thank you, NordVPN. I'm so happy. I could cry. <laughs> Where do I sign up, Jidge? 
Well, to get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Chelsea Fancast. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee, and you'll help support the Chelsea Fancast. The link is in the podcast episode description box. We've all got one, and we're not afraid to put it on display. Our opinions, that is. Share yours now at Love Sport Radio on Twitter or call us 0208 70 20 558. Love Sport Radio, your fan station. It's the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport. Me, Matt Beadle, joined by the guys from the Chelsea Fancast, Jonathan Kidd Good and up. Alex Churchill. Now, guys, you did say that you were just throwing players in willy-nilly into this best England 11, best Chelsea England 11 that Stamford Chidge kindly provided for us. But you've got some more names that you've thought about well, during those ads that you want to throw in. Yeah, Dennis yeah. Wise. Yeah, Dennis Wise. I'm a fan of Dennis. He played 16 times for England, and uh, uh, people used to say, "Well, he's just a clogger, isn't he?" And I didn't. He was a very, very uh, skillful. Never gave the ball away. Always tried. He was one of my favourite Chelsea players, players of that era, mm. and uh, I didn't think he put, he played badly for England when he played. So uh, he's a possibility. You could you could move them around a bit. I'd have him as a sub, or possibly another one. Uh, one of my f- favourite players ever for Chelsea was Barry Bridges. Um, who only played uh, how many times he played for England once I think they've won goal four times they said but um, uh, I'm not sure he'd replace anybody but um, we were talking about um, uh, Graham Lasso Soxie himself but um, mm. but Alex wasn't keen because um, he was he was a bit horrid to her he was mean to me yeah so yeah. we're not sure it was Graham Lasso yeah. yeah was he yeah. yeah so I think that's reason enough not to include him well also but, um, as well I don't think you can I think no, if you can't there's one name we all absolutely yeah. agree yeah. on in there yeah. definitely we won't disagree on Terry no, I think I there are several. You wouldn't get rid of Frank Lampard. Wonderful. No, or Ashley Cole. Or Ashley Cole. Uh, I wouldn't get rid of Cahill either. I like him and Terry like 2012 style. There was style. a lovely moment with um, with uh, Gary Cahill in the Palace I was pal- going to ask, how, how did it go last weekend? Well, well first of all, they were, they, it was a kind of muted, well, Gary Cahill, which people didn't join in much, which I found very peculiar. I don't know why that was the case. But then at half time, he was at the Matthew Harding end and it was all shouted out you know one Gary Cahill was only one Gary same thing and he was embarrassed by the whole experience and did a did a kind of sort of excessive warming up because they were waiting for the second half to start and he did a kind of uh, and then did a bizarre dance and, and did a prescribed a kind of square which I don't think is in any warming up manual at all but was just Do you think he was reenacting how could I possibly uh, you know when cope they here? sign for Chelsea and they have to stand on a table and do a song you know that thing? Yes, I know they do. Yes. He did sexier, I know it. Do you reckon he was redoing that in front <laughs> could, of the Matthew Harding? It could have been that. Yeah, no, but it was his back was to the I'm Matthew Harding. But then at the end, I he, clapped, that, actually. he clapped at the very end. Well, yeah. It was lovely. He, and he mentioned it afterwards. He said it was a very good reception. It was. He and was, a good game. Uh, he had a good game, yeah, didn't he? He's a decent player. He always was a decent player. Hmm. But he didn't, want, he didn't fit into whatever Sarri was after and was I don't think was treated wonderfully well I don't but, think um, the crazy Sarri thing was, was that, was that passing of the captain's arm man on the final game of the previous season of course with John Terry and then yes he was captain but just hardly played yeah sort of meaningless wasn't yeah. it he was club captain and referred to as club captain but yeah a shame, a shame for Gary Cahill. Well, you make but yes, a, a manager return. makes a decision. What do you do? Manager mm. decides he's not what I want. He's not doesn't pass the ball well enough for me or whatever. And I think perhaps that was that, it, looking at the way Sarri wanted to play. That was part of it, the setup. He wanted a, a centre half who could play the ball better than uh, than than Gary. Um, so and he's a terrific blocker and he's a terrific defender. But I don't think creatively he's not likely to play those. Fifty-yard passes that he, that David Luiz was always was always oh, doing. What Zuma is doing at the and Zuma moment. can do at the moment. Yeah, no, Zuma is an interesting thing. How so Zuma, Zuma, we know everybody have written Zuma off as if well he'll be replaced won't he, by Rudiger as soon as After Rudiger gets United. in. Yeah, because he was poor against uh, against United, but he's um, he's just got better and better. I think we'll rotate quite nicely between him, Rudiger, and Tavori. Well, I think Christensen's uh, going to be the one to go. Yeah, I think. It's well, f- funny enough, Ron. Yeah, well, I think Christensen's off. He well. said, "Yeah, he's off at uh, yeah, Christmas." In the end, there are so many players off at Christmas, Conjure Ron, that there won't be. I wonder where they're all going to come from. All well, the replacements. You were going to play, I think. And was I, I was just, yes. I didn't realise I was involved in yes. uh, getting on the pitch. Yeah, I think yeah. I would. Uh, my, pay previous, you my, in my previous, my previous, uh, yes, my <laughs> previous experience of playing on the uh, the sward of Stamford Bridge was to uh, um, attempt to do uh, a one-two with a, a youth 
beside me and I said, yes, yeah, give it, give it. And I tore both hamstrings. <laughs> and, I, I, and, and let me tell you, tearing both hamstrings is uh, is did you, slightly did you drag disastrous. Yourself off well, no, indeed, hands. that's all I could do because you, yeah. with one hamstring, you always, there's always that thing. Players go, oh, and they hold the left one, and they've got one arm, one leg that works very well. But in this instance, neither leg works, and you just plummet forwards onto your face. <laughs> and uh, and as you say, you then have to uh, pull yourself off, as it were, <laughs> ooh, misses. Um, and uh, so you're like take the it off. dog in Family Guy that the guy with the Zimmer yeah. frame has. Yeah, 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 very similar. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But thank you for the. But uh, I bet you do thought. the style. There is one, just to finish up on this England side, before we move on to the pressing matter of fines, is Callum Hudson-Odoi. Now, I like Callum Hudson-Odoi, a good player. Looks like he's going to be a great player. But I don't think he should be in a best oh, Chelsea no. England no, 11 just yet. Just Not just yet. Just no. early doors, no. isn't He's just being, you know, I don't know what he's doing. He's playing yeah, with being us. He's, he's trying, trying well, with To be us. fair, he's trying to create a show. This well, I'd rather, have, I'd rather Barry Bridges should get in there. Or other wingers. Well, Who have we got? Braybrook. Now, he was a decent player and he was a winger. They're going to have somebody to replace, and he then played for had a very good uh, career with West Ham after that. If you're going to pick one of the new ones, I think arguably the one that's most shiny at the moment is Mount. I wouldn't put. I'd put him in before I put. Hudson yeah, but I would, still wouldn't have him in. No, the greatest side, ever. You know, I mean, come on. Not but, until he's old enough to like vote. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't he vote at sixteen? No. Eight, I don't know, 18? Uh, yeah. He's barely yeah. old enough to smoke a cigarette, so yeah, yeah, no, yeah. let's wait a bit before we put him in the greatest Chelsea England 11 of all time. Yeah. Silly Chidge. Indeed. Silly Chidge. Well, a story that went viral this week, guys, was, of course, that list of team fines published in numerous media outlets about fines that will be delivered to Chelsea players. Now, this is authentic, we're led to believe. It's been authenticated by various sources who say that it's signed by Frank Lampard. That is his not signature. Ron, is it? It is not Ron. It's no, not Ron. not Ron. He didn't know about this one, <laughs> believe it or not. But, yeah, punishments. Fines for the club's 20 grand being the most expensive one. That is for being late for the start of training. The next one is £10,000. That is for failing to report an illness or injury before a day off or an hour and a half before training. The one that got me, I think, most was being late to team meetings. £500 for every minute you are late to a team meeting. I mean, it's just... Well, is it? Because we were having this discussion before with Martin Allen and he was saying that, yeah, I would never go that extreme. But is it proportionate? I suppose so in some respects if you're earning what? 40 grand a week is probably not that much but 20 grand is half your week's wages we haven't got any first team players on 20 grand as soon as they turn 18 and within spitting distance of the first team squad they're on a basic of 35 grand a week everyone playing regularly I don't think we've got anyone playing on less than 80, 90 grand a week and I have no problem with him enforcing that amount of fines especially if he gives me the money for my domestic violence Christmas present drive if Frank is listening. Do you want to give that a little plug now, do you? What's yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, every year we... Uh, it started at Chelsea about four years ago. Every Frank. year I put around grovelling to people for money in the run-up to Christmas and uh, we play Santa to um, a group of children living in a domestic violence shelter over Christmas. So, please, Frank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, please, Frank. Please donate that. Well, I've funny, been in the desert I mean, and I'm running behind. <laughs> the, the money they said, haven't they? They said the money does go to charity slash team activities, I believe. Because I first looked at it and thought, where is this money going? Probably and to you the can foundation. Imagine it. Yeah, it will go to the foundation. You can imagine a little bit probably goes into a pot for the end of season due. That's what you get at pretty much every club across England and Britain, I would say, from the very top of the game down to grassroots level. That's yeah. That's standard stuff. And some of it does go to charity as well. But it's just, it's mad that this has been It is, but don't leaked. you remember, I'm sure it was John Terry a few years ago got um, smashed with a speeding fine um, and it worked out that he would earn the money to pay it in like 30 seconds. Mm. <laughs> that was the amount yeah. that you were looking at and it was completely disproportionate. We and take Paul McCartney about 0.05 of a second to pay that fine. He should have all his money taken off him just for that horrendous performance at the Olympic opening ceremony where he just slaughtered Hey Jude. 
Yeah, but he was earning so much money from that around the world anyway that it didn't matter, did it, really? No, not really. But yeah, I think it's proportionate, and if it goes to good causes, I don't have any problem. But I also and think it's very good if the, if uh, if a kid who's earning about 40 grand is, is immediately hit in the pocket by that, he won't be late again. No. So, uh, well, and I also think that one of the bigger pictures here as well is that this is all about team morale. It's all about banter. It's all about bringing the boys yeah. together. And yes, I'd imagine there was, there was one up there before. I doubt that Sarri was probably involved in anything like this, Conte, no. maybe, well, I don't know. Th- both of those managers you've mentioned, there were issues with them. Um, they were really oppressive in other ways, which sort of degraded team morale. Um, when Conte went into phase two, Conte went loony in the, <laughs> after Second winning the season, league, basically yeah. five minutes after winning the league. Because he didn't get the players he wanted, yeah, which he's done, um, he's done with Milan and, and with Sarri, Inter as well. I mean, they arguably didn't have as arbitrary punishments for being late and stuff, but the team dislike them more. So I, I think it's proportionate. I think you're right. I think it does make them behave. I think if you're on 40 grand a week and you're half an hour late and it costs you... Oh, my maths is terrible. What does it cost you if you're half an hour late? 250 quid. No, 500 pound a minute. Yeah, so if you're half... Oh, sorry. Half an hour late. Crikey, yeah. I don't know. My maths is terrible. A lot of money. Times. Talking about a lot of money. It's costing you, yeah. It's costing you a lot of money. But also, you wonder whether it's a kind of there's a jolliness to it as well. Because every uh, team that I've played cricket for or football for, if they've had fines as well for turning up, which you know, it's, it'll be oh, you've got you know, you've got to buy the beer, or it's uh, hmm. oh no, that's one pound fifty because you were you were five minutes late. So you wonder whether yeah. and that's implemented with a kind of jollity. I mean, if it was a fiver, it wouldn't be worth wonder, doing yeah, it, would you, it? Yeah, you wonder whether this is done in the same way I'd give so. Frank £200 at the beginning of the week and have a lie in every morning if it was a fiver and I was one of them yeah. so no I've got no problem with it at yeah. all mm-hmm. and apparently he's you, you can meet him to discuss whether or not you're you're uh, liable for well, it well this is what a lot of clubs do as well is they hold and Burnley do this they hold a court so you go in and you have a fine, yeah. and basically there's a yeah. jury. Some yeah, of the players yeah, make yeah, up yeah. jury. The you know, honourable yeah, judge yeah, dice yeah. presided yeah, yeah. with yeah. the croakiest voice in the world. Well, did he say the other that chap that the other day we were chat- chatting to who was from the Burnley advertiser, whatever it was? And yeah, I said, Bowden, I yeah. said, was it because we were? We, I said it's all this shouting that he does, and he said, he said, he said, no, no, he speaks like that anyway. And he's yeah. the Chelsea fan, isn't he? Because, because despite being the Burnley yeah. Uh, journalist, <laughs> yeah, and you say no, he speaks like that all the time. That's how he speaks. Because us thinking it's because. He shouts. You can no, just see him doing like a judge like Rinder in yeah, the Burnley dressing yeah, yeah, room yeah, yeah, over yeah. whether someone is five minutes late or not. In, see, again, you're saying it fosters morale, doesn't it? It's absolutely. A laugh, yeah. And it's not like they can't afford it. And if, like, even if half of that money every season is going to the Chelsea Foundation, then I've got no problem with it at all. Yeah, and I'm sure there will be forfeits as well for those who are probably fined the most. There'll probably be something at the end of the season that they. Have to do well. This is the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport. Next, we're going to look ahead at how the season's gone so far and what is coming up. Love Sport Radio, the station giving fans a voice. It's the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport. Me, Matt Biddle, here with the guys from the Chelsea Fancast, Jonathan Kidd Kill. and Alex Churchill. We've got about 10 minutes or so to go, guys. And we will be back next Friday, of course, to preview the City game. But just want to look ahead to the games coming up and where Chelsea are at the moment. Of course, in third, just five points adrift of Liverpool, which when you consider where things were at the start of the season is quite incredible. Six straight wins under Frank Lampard, as we said. Leicester in second place. Manchester City in fourth. And they are the next game in the Premier League away from home as the headphones crash onto (laughs) the table in front of me. But can we, can we realistically suggest that Chelsea are now in a title chase? It's been mooted, isn't it? That people have been discussing it as a, as a possibility. I think, I think uh, the City game is very relevant for this. It'll, it'll extremely. It'll. Um, I mean, happily, Liverpool have been this uh, far ahead before and capitulated. So. As have other teams before. <laughs> Much to the as, hilarity as of everybody else they, involved. Yeah, they have. My fear is that this game is quite incredible that it's come after the, the City-Liverpool game because, say, this ends in a draw, which mm-hmm. you could quite feasibly do Liverpool win again, they extend their run mm. even further. Mm. So it's very, very tricky. But just, just not, Is there not a blip always for some team? Or it's very rare that they then just carry on winning. 
I mean, and they have clawed their way over the line already in a fair few results. Absolutely. And it is eight points, sorry, not five points. It was five points prior to Liverpool playing on that Sunday. They, of course, eight yeah. points yeah. ahead at the moment. And yeah. yeah, they have. But that's the thing for me. They keep getting the, the luck. They keep getting the luck of the draw. Last minute penalties, last minute goals, yeah. last minute winners. And fair enough, you know, they're, they're doing it at the moment. And uh, they look, yeah. They look we quite can, unstoppable. He has hope. got some terrific players. I think Robertson is having the season. <laughs> oh, they've his, got some great players, yeah. Life. And the Ita- Robertson, Ronaldo. Trent Alexander-Arnold. Yeah, yeah. Just... yeah. Arnold look, suddenly looks uh, yeah. a really top player, which he's a step up from last year. Yeah. And uh, I have to say, I think it's a, it's not far removed from the way that Frank's trying to play. And it's Because uh, when Liverpool first started under Klopp, they... they played for 20 minutes with great attacking flair and then mm. were exhausted. And I feel uh, for 20 minutes and they would then hold themselves back and then have another go. And I feel there are aspects of that in the way that Chelsea play. If you play. look at it on a cycle, we are them two seasons ago right now. So it's the With, with the advantage being the, the wonderful attacking ability, which mm. uh, uh, whether that means you, you tweak with a couple of players, there's a possibility that Frank would do that. But I think we talked about that just before the break, that I don't think he's going to buy... No, People I mean, we've who got would, all those injured would, all, players to yeah, come back yeah, in, Loftus-Cheek and Rudiger. Well, the, well and... the problem is is they're, they're heavily injured, though, aren't they? I mean, mm. uh, Rudiger is, is, is another injured, had to have another operation, so there's no way he's going to be in the team soon. Mm. And Loftus-Cheek had great difficulty walking um, up until recently. He was just... But he is back in the gym, at least now, and he's yeah, running. Yeah, and yeah, he's been into running. very yeah. merry on Instagram, anyway, jumping around in the... Yeah, yes, he's, it, well, but there was a period, though, where he was told to absolutely run in a straight line and not mm. turn, otherwise he would aggravate the injury again. It was For him, it was clearly f- far worse than Adoy's injury. Must be heartbreaking to be watching this revolution oh, and not... I mean, we sat there completely. and we watched Hudson Adoy in that cup game in your seats while we scoff, scoffed all that uh, free pick and mix from the yes, yes. from the posh seats and um, we said he was just so desperately trying too hard in that first game yes, wasn't he, he? Was. Because just the, you could see the desperation that you've been missing out on all mm. this exciting new revolution and just been watching it from the sidelines and he he overdid it a bit and you just needed we said didn't you just give yourself a break you're doing fine yeah. <laughs> just the frustration every time he touched the ball and he didn't score a goal was, <laughs> was quite sad but he did in the end didn't he yep yeah. yeah, I completely agree. When you're watching those players like Mason Mount, like Tamori come in and play so well, you're thinking, I've got to score a worldie. I've got to get noticed, which is incredible where you consider where he was before thinking about going to Germany. Also, I think he spoke this week, didn't he, and said it just took one conversation with Frank Lampard and that was it. That was me. Mm. My mind made up I was going to stay at the club. And he's now saying how pleased he is he's mm. done it. Because it's a big deal for Frank as well because it this is going to sound a bit like Ron. But um, <laughs> it wasn't so much hudson Adoy pushing that move through as his family. Um, and I think that's something that all that happens. It definitely has happened a lot at Chelsea when you. Got, I mean, definitely happened with Solanke and things like that. When you, you have a young player and they've got so many people talking in their ear about what they should do and when they should do it, that it can be very hard for the club to just sit there one on one and get through to them. And I think, like he says, one conversation with Frank and he was sold. So. Yeah, good old Frank. I think so because also because he looked up to Frank. I think mm. that aspect Absolutely. of him being club legend has really been has contributed to it. But I don't I don't think he's a, he's not a soft touch at all. Frank as a manager, I think there's a there's a there's a steel underbelly there which uh, uh, we've yet to see. But the, some of the players might be well. We've yet to, yet to to see it obviously mm-hmm. being manifested. But that's um, I'm sure that uh, from time to time he has to to be quite a disciplinarian with some of them. Well, it is a solid run of games now, isn't it, after this international break? We go into winter as well. And when you look at those fixtures, so it's City away in the Premier League. I'm talking about, of course, there are games in the Champions League sandwich between that. But City away, West Ham at home and Villa at home, of course, as well. Everton away. I mean, those three there. They're all winnable. Very winnable games. Yeah, yeah, the way that West Ham are pit of, of just... <laughs> we had a West Ham fan in the desert. And Did I think you? when yeah. he heard the result, he was like, he was going to turn around and go back into the desert now. I'm just surprised, painful. though. I'm really surprised. I don't understand it because they started off so well, West Ham. Mm. And uh, um, he's got three really good players, The the uh, whose names all escape me. But the uh, Yarmolenko. Yeah, Yarmolenko. Really looked great. Four now, as you talking and, about? Um, Anderson. And Anderson. Uh, the, uh, 
beginning yeah, of the season, good. they were absolutely yeah. fantastic. They, and they you wonder one, what's happening. Well, I think there was one common denominator, and that is Roberto Fabianski obviously went out in that game against Everton, I think it was. Yeah. But that's yeah. six, five or six Premier League games now without Fabianski, oh, where right, they've right, not right, won. Right. And right. sometimes having that goalkeeper yeah. who is so influential yeah. does make a difference. Roberto has made some good saves, but we saw in that game against Burnley last weekend yeah, that he yeah. was culpable for pretty much all three. Yeah. So tricky. Guys, yeah. I want to finish quickly before we go on Pedro. Slight rumours. Oh, yeah. yeah. Slight rumours. This is from Ron. Yeah. This is the yeah. this is the hashtag Ron's rumour. Yeah. Right, yeah. let's go, let's go, let's do it. He's uh, he's leaving in January. So he's gone, <laughs> is he? <laughs> yeah. where's, where's Pedro going? He's uh, going to live with all the he's, others. He's going to Atlanta. In the US? Yeah. That's where he's going. According to Ron. He's not going my... anywhere in <laughs> January. <laughs> Well, he's he, he's been a bit part player, right? So struggled with he injury. He was terrible yeah. though when he came on against. Um, uh, who did he come on against? Can't remember. Second half. Well, he's played against. Away. No, but he's when we against Brighton, Leicester, and United in, in the United, United. No, it was United. Started. United in the. Um, uh, in, in the Cowboy Cup. Cup. But he was one of those games as well, boring. he came on having been injured and was clearly not ready to play that's like true, that's 60 true. minutes of that's football. True. He came on for someone who was injured and he took one for the team because he clearly did not have an hour of running in his legs and that. So I don't think he's going anywhere in the next no, few Ron, months. Ron says he's, uh, he's off. So, uh, he's I, off. It wouldn't surprise me if one of them goes. We need Pedro, to get, we need Pedro to get a full-size coach to escort them all off of the premises <laughs> by the sounds of it in January. And Barkley, good Barkley's off. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, I, really have us. Uh, yeah, I guess the uh, thing is that you Alonso, don't, you don't ideally don't need to sell. Emerson's right off. That's, well. that's it. That's yeah. the other one. Chelsea yeah. are not letting anyone go till this transfer ban is over. No, you, do you really not believe that? You don't think that any decisions will be made on any players to leave the club until the ban is? No, lifted? it makes sense that you, they wouldn't do that, doesn't it? But. Mm. You know, let's see I them. mean, it'd be different if it was like you know when Czech left and it had been ten years and he got an opportunity and yeah, he yeah. wasn't playing and you you had an agreement with a player like that. But we haven't got anyone. Well, like mind you, you wonder what Bramovich's involvement is in this. You wonder whether he is very altruistic about that kind of thing and says, you know, if if, if he's appealed to by the player, because I think who was it appealed to him to to leave? Um, Czech appealed to him, didn't he? Said I yeah, want to go to yeah. Arsenal. Exactly. Perhaps if one of the players, Giroud, says. Actually, I'd like to leave, please, Mr. Abramovich. And I just don't then, think there's anyone then... with that kind of standing, like a Czech or no, no, it's true. An Ivanovic at so the time the who has no, won so right. much and has given that's you true. so much, right. and you can't give them that back anymore. I, I just think we need to be quite hardcore, definitely till the uh, transfer ban is over, and just say nope, sorry. Any news on that? Any any idea what's happening? Have we appealed that? Uh, Coming up to anything from Ron. No, uh, I, I've no, not, I'll ask I've not Ron. Heard I'll ask so, Ron. Funny um, enough, Ron will know. The uh, <laughs> as he knows everything. Um, no, as far as I've I've heard, there's it's quite likely they may just do time served, because obviously all the previous of appeals have been against the actual league who put the thing in in the first place. Or so it wasn't the league, was it? It's the FA. But who that it's been internal appeals, and this is an external appeal, and they might just do time served, which means we could sell and buy in January but indeed well guys it's been nothing but a pleasure being in your company for the past hour on this international break we'll be back next week looking ahead to that game with Manchester City here on the Chelsea Fan Show on Love Sport thanks for downloading this podcast from Love Sport Radio for more go to lovesportradio.com for all the latest podcasts news and views or for more follow us at Love Sport Radio on Twitter It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.